Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony. And join with me today are the other three first albums I ever bought. Fellas, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves, starting with the, hold on, I got to find the book of CDs under my under my car seat. Oh, hold on, I got to wait for a red light. Oh, it's green now. Jerry. What's going on, guys? Almost checking in. Um, I would have to say definitely uh first album was sublime the self-titled <laughs> album so good to this day it's Very good. Hey, it, it's a good it album. holds up it holds up gotta say dan what about you hello everybody my name is dan i play minus pebble walker your tiny little swarm keeper ranger and the first album i ever bought with the first ever gift card that i ever got for christmas when i went to borders in the center of my hometown was Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. It explains so much. Anybody know what that is? I, I know what it is. I want, but Alec doesn't know what it is. So could you explain? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <it fucking laughs> the Flaming Lips. I bought it because I listened to one cool song that I liked when they used to have like the headphones. You could listen to samples. And I liked the album cover. So I was like, Mom, Dad, this one. <laughs> Little did I know it was actually one of the best albums of all time. It's a good one. Interesting. If you haven't listened to it, definitely worth a listen. It's like acid rock. My name is Alec. I play Drell of the Ashbourne. And my first album, and also first explicit album I ever bought, Ooh. was uh, from the West Coast version of Borders, Barnes & Noble. Shout out Barnes & Noble. Uh, Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent. It was great. I remember listening to it. And um, I like convinced my mom to buy it for me and I went home and I put it in my stereo and I blasted it. And the second the first curse word came over the speaker, she came <laughs> <laughs> storming into my room, but it was already too late. I was already listening to it. It was great. Sounds like why I convinced my mom to finally buy me GTA. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you do what behind the building? <laughs> what about you, Tony? My first album I ever bought was Led Zeppelin 2. First CD Dude, I ever bought. Nice. Boy, my first paycheck Ooh. ever. Yeah, I, just, I always had CDs around the house. So like I never bought any when I was you know younger. So like when I was in high school, freshman year, got my first job. There was like a bargain bin of CDs and Led Zeppelin 2 was sitting right on top. And that was the first CD I ever bought. That's a really good one. Yeah. I got to say, it's a, it's a shame, but also a blessing that we didn't have phones. Because I would love to see Tony walking into a store with his fedora hat on buying I did not have like a fedora that. I never <laughs> had a fedora he's like hello <laughs> me lad do you uh, have Led Zeppelin too <laughs> I bought it at a supermarket in a bargain bin <laughs> uh, well you know what time it is before yeah. we roll the recap it's time for the rundown and the reason I'm starting is because I already know that it's me you know what I'm going to run down today our social media DMs. That's right. Every one of them. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Maybe if I have my privacy settings so you can DM me on Discord, maybe. But please send us your art. I want to see fan art of our characters. I've been asking for a while. We haven't gotten too much, but I'm going to keep asking until we, we really get it. We have a channel in the Discord a page in the Discord is called a channel, right? A category channel. We have a channel in the Discord dedicated to fan art where you can post it as well. So DM us your fan art or maybe just, you know, your thoughts on the podcast. Let us know if we're doing a good job or not. 
and follow us on all those accounts. Appreciate you guys. All right, Tony. Yes. So now we're going to go ahead and roll for the <laughs> recap. I was a little worried when you said our DMs. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the DM. And then I realized you meant messages. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so you know the deal. We're going to go ahead and roll this giant foam D4. And whoever it lands on is going to give the recap from the last session where I am number one. Two is Alec. Three is Dan. And four is Jared. Yeah. Yeah. I always get stuck on the first one. That's it. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to close my door. Hold on. I want to see it hit the top of the door. Let's go. <sighs> you want to see me hit the, the top, top of the door? The door. So the yeah, thing give is, back, give it backspin. You know what I mean? A backspin yeah, like yeah, this? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. when you're shooting crap. It's it's almost, almost, so the thing the is, wrist, whenever yeah. I throw it, I'm always looking at the camera. So that's why my tra- Don't trajectory look at camera. is up. Don't what, need to why look are you at looking us? at us? So you know it's real. What? How does... <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Ready? It's only real if you look at me in the eyes through the camera. And he's not wrong. I don't believe him. Oh, at the corner. It landed on the. It, it awesome. landed on a sled. <laughs> oh, it's the chewed uh, one. It doesn't. Does it count? Let's see. Does it Is count? It Say yes or no. Yes or no. Does it count? I think so. Does it count? Yeah. Why, why I would think it it's not? Me. It counts. It counts. Yeah. No. No. It doesn't. It's two to one. It's two to one. <laughs> Rolled on a four. Uh, fine. Uh, Bard, can I get like a? A beat real quick. Drell breaks free, rage in his eyes, rips out a tooth with a warrior's prize. 100 plus damage to Adoram's dismay. In the heart of battle, it's Drell's damn day. Adoram stride with grim intent, past Drell and the beast completely hell bent. Sword thrown at Armos, a chain tied trick, but with a nat 20, Armos dodges it quick. Timbat swoops in and defends his master. Drell throws his weapon, but the dragon is faster. Acid breath unleashed, very deadly flow. Balgura falls to a crushing blow. Longy longsword, hard quote to ignore. Armos responds with a fiery core cast while the fire tim bad duo seer they jump through the flames showing no fear in the med hut armos finds his stand tim bad lands hard and attacks his planned Adelram leaps sword in hand asking armos do you yield to my command in the land of home brea where legends are undone our hero's courage second to none for now we part because the tales crescendo bard please play that intro Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Fellas, boyos, we pick up today's session, session 84, at the tip of a sword, pointed directly at Armos's neck as he is prone on the floor with one hit point as Adoram stands above him as he hopped off the black dragon as it destroyed the thatched roof, laying down two vicious blows onto Armos, which reduced him down to one point of health. Armos, looking up, you can feel the cold steel of the greatsword pressed against your neck. This Adelram is pointing at you, looming over a destroyed roof of the medic house is a black dragon staring down as the acidic acid breath just wearing off drips onto the wooded floor, burning small holes into the house's floor. We are currently on initiative, keeping the same initiatives, we are currently on initiative 10, where she just picked up, uh, where he just finished two attacks. As he looks at you, looks down, we're still in combat, but he's gonna use his free action to talk to you. 
he's gonna say to you as he as he presses the sword against your neck once more he goes pathetic waste of power you squabble and waste your power smothered by your own pride we're gonna move to menace as we pan over to burning huts deeper into the town unaware of what happened so menace from your perspective mm. while fighting uh two of the remaining guards that came in with Adelram, you did see the black dragon crash down on the medicut and him jump in what's go what's happening inside is unbeknownst to you but you do see that the dragon was attacking the medicut where mm -hmm. Armos is in drell is still uh out of sight from you as he ran through uh, the front gate dealing with the guards over there where Armos, Drell, um, and the Black Dragon were fighting for a bit. And you're currently helping the people who are trapped inside some of the burning buildings that they set on fire while simultaneously fighting uh, his infantry. So we're going to yes. pick up on your initiative, which is Initiative 10. What are you doing? Who's next in the initiative? I think it's supposed to be... Oh yeah, I'll run down the initiative one more time. So, um, top of the round is initiative 16, which is Armos. Adelram on initiative 10. Uh, and also you on initiative 10. And then initiative 6 is Drell. And then 5 is the Black I, Dragon. Yeah, I think it's... They're supposed to be Drell. I'm pretty sure I went, then Adelram went. I mean, if you want to give me free attacks, I'll take it. But... <laughs> yeah, I'll give you free attacks. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see this happen, and immediately I'm like, oh... I gotta hurry this up. All right, let's finish this. And I'm gonna attack the injured guy in front of me. Yeah, so the two guards, one of them's injured and one of them looks healthy. You see he's like staring at you. And he's barely holding on. He's holding his arm. And he's got a sword pointed at you with one hand. As he's holding a wound with the other, he's like, come on. Come on, you little heifer. Come on. Can't call you a heifer, dog? You can't even see me, though. I'm invisible. Where are you? You invisible heifer, where are you? <laughs> Uh, so that's not great. It's going to be a 17 to hit for my first attack. What do you mean not great? Yeah, 17 will hit. That's on the money, Perfect. actually. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> 11 points of piercing damage. That will do it. That 11 points of damage. Amazing. And I'll immediately, like, slash him down, push him over, and move forward to the next guard, I suppose. Uh, sent to the slaughterhouse as he falls. I got a natural 20 wow. on my second attack. You love to see that. I do love to see that. You're right. Start it off hot. 15 points of damage as it does another one <laughs> point of damage. And I'll attack one more time with my bonus action offhand attack Ooh. with my regular silver rapier. And that's going to be a 27 to hit. Just a casual 27. Or 12 points of damage. You slash him with the silvered rapier. He's like looking around. He doesn't know where he's being attacked from because you are invisible. He just saw his combat buddy fall to an invisible attack. And he's like trying to be on guard. And then you come back and you slash him. He's like, oh, oh, I'll revenge my brother. I'll revenge him. Oh. As you stab him. What else are you doing? Action surge, I wish. No, that'll, that'll end my turn. Uh, wait a second. There, there might be one more thing I can do. I will use a favored foe mark on him to do an additional... Two points of damage. <laughs> awesome. You deal an additional two points of damage with favored foe. And as your turn ends, the building to your left where you are standing in front of is the one that's burning the most. And you hear some more wood crumbling. 
the house is still up. However, you do hear some hollowed screams inside as there is a plank of wood that's on fire covering the door and they're trying to pry it away, but it is on fire. They're having some trouble. It looks like a few families stuck in there. Then we're going to move to initiative six, which is Drell at the front gate of the town, finishing off the invaders from the front. You see, you also see the black dragon crashing down onto the medic hut as Adoreb jumped off the dragon to jump inside. What are you? Doing? Okay. Um. So how far is Armos and Adoram from where I'm standing right now? Like, can I get there in one turn? You could if you dashed. I am going to. So Adoram is inside the house. You cannot see him from your current position. The dragon is on top of the roof looking in. So you would. So the dragon is in sight. Adoram is not in your line of sight. Okay, well, then I will. God, this is hard. I don't know if I should dash. I don't know if I should dash into the house or if I should just stay outside and throw the hammer at the dragon. I'm going to dash into the house. Fuck it. Um, okay, so I'm going to use. Uh, so I'm going to dash for my position um, to make it into the house where Armos and uh, Zith and. You go through the front door. It is not locked this time as you are able to bust in and you see the looming dragon head almost inside the house and you see Adelram standing over Armos as his massive sword is at the neck of Armos. Yep. And uh, I don't think I can do anything else, unfortunately. So that is my turn. Oh, actually, <laughs> I don't... Fuck. Um... I don't think this is going to matter, but I'm going to just say, Armos, don't give him anything. This guy sucks. And I'm going to rally Armos for a D8 hey. of HP. <laughs> what is I it? Don't think How much? It's just a D8. Uh, let me roll it real quick. <laughs> Fuck, it's only one HP. <laughs> so you so I heal for one. Yeah, you just have two HP you now. There Take it those. is. You rally and him. double. As you yell out to Armos, and then Adelram looks in your direction. He looks mad and scarred. I, up. I spit my tongue at him. <laughs> Look who joined the party. Look who joined the party. And he presses the. <laughs> As you walk in, he's like pressing his blade closer to Armos's neck, and he goes, Drell, I can spare your friend if you tell me where the tooth is. I, I I threw you the tooth. I literally gave you tooth. You know what tooth I'm talking about? As he. Pushes it closer. Almost, you feel the tip of the neck pushing up as a little bit of blood begins to draw. How about this? I'll tell you where it is, where it is if you let him go. How about I hold him? Nope. No deal. A- <laughs> I forgot the <laughs> word I was saying. Or no deal. I know when to walk away. <laughs> How about I hold him as an insurance policy while you go retrieve the tooth from me? No shot, bucko. Say no shot, bucko. And we're going <laughs> to yeah. move to initiative five. Which is Timbat. And he goes, fine. Have it to go away. As Timbat goes, the black dragon on the roof, looking down into the room, he's going to go ahead and make an attack against you, Drill. As he's going to make, he comes in with both of his claws and he tries to swipe at you with a 26. The second one misses with a four and a bite with 13. So one claw is going to land with a 26. Un- unless when uh-huh. I use my reaction, to use my tail swipe and increase my 
AC. I can, if I roll a seven, uh, wait, no, what do you get a 26? Yeah, 26. So I have to roll an eight to get this. Part of the dice, Drell. Part of the dice. All right, here it goes. That's a three. Ooh, (laughs) he comes down with his mighty claw. He's going to deal 11 points of slashing damage. So six. Yeah, because you're raging, right? Yeah. No, you're not, because you did not attack anything this turn. I think well, I, I believe rage I, ends w- when you don't attack. Well, something. would a bonus action win do another rage? Right? <laughs> Couldn't no, I you just bonus done that? action healed Armos for one point. Well, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't do it because I thought it would just would have been able to keep doing it. All right, that's fine. I'll take the fine, fine, fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, fine. I don't mean the rule shot here, I'll, but it's I'll kind give you this of a one. Big, no, I'll give you this one. Kind I'll, of a big I'll, boss. It's kind of a big boss. I'll give you this one. I'll give you this one. Just keep me honest. I keep you keep me honest. I keep you honest. Hey, 11 points Rules. of damage isn't that bad. As Rules. we move to initiative 16. For that. You ra- your rage lasts one minute. It ends early if you are knocked unconscious okay. or your turn ends and you haven't mm-hmm. attacked a hostile creature since your last turn or taken damage since then. But he had attacked a creature the previous turn, so that rule would only go into effect the next turn, but he's still raging. But you attacked him with the dragon, which keeps his rage oh, going oh shit oh shit yes you're right you're absolutely right i attacked him with the dragon Damn, god dude. yeah yeah, oh, yeah. you're 100 yeah. hey, w- hey way Damn. to keep him humble dan way to <laughs> keep, keep him humble, humble. <laughs> hey humble. way to keep him humble i'm giving myself 5 hp back way to keep me humble. way to keep him humble dan you're right you're right you're right you're right i was way too excited to like not let that go <laughs> i forgot about the hostile creature yeah. attacking him you're yeah. absolutely yeah. right yeah. my bad yeah, my bad what's up What's up? I'll give you five health points. How about that? <laughs> so I already gave them to myself. Almost pressed hard against the floor by the greatsword. Uh, well, Adelram's distracted, yelling at Drell. I'm gonna misty step away. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, Tony. yeah, you can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. Yeah, Tony's like, let me check my reactions uh, real quick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. Yeah, I did. I thought you, I thought you ran out of spell slots. Interesting. Oh no. Interesting. Oh, no. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, yeah. So you go ahead and misty step away. Where are you? Where are you misty stepping to? I'm gonna misty step. Uh, if I can see out this window into a bush, <laughs> that's uh, you miss a step, you look out of a window just that's over Zit's awesome. bed, and you go, and then in the distance from inside the house, camera view is still the same from inside the house, you see almost ah! into a bush, <laughs> and then as Adel Ramp stumbles forward because his boot was on top of you, and he gets frustrated, he goes. Ugh. There's always something, always, always something. And he looks up at Timbat as he begins to plot something else. What else are you doing on your turn? That was a bonus action. As my action, I'm going to drink a potion. All right. Potion of ethereal. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> potion of etherealness. So oh. you step into the border region of the eternal plane in an area that overlaps this same plane you can remain there for the duration or until the action is dismissed or your action to dismiss the spell during that time you can move in any direction i'm on a different plane of existence now bye 
Yeah, I got it like forever ago. Forever ago, yeah, I know, I remember. You are in the ethereal plane. The land of ghosts, you could say. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. And when it's your next turn, I'm gonna have you roll a d20. Flat, just let me know what you get on your next turn. No particular reason. Sounds like a particular reason. No, 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 no particular reason. No, no, nothing specific. Last thing real quick on my turn. I just, I'm going to move 30 feet. Yeah. What does that look like when you move? Where is he? Oh man. Can't see anything more than 60 feet away from me. I'm just, I, I know that, uh, Elise is this way. So almost, you know, the ethereal plane, just like Shadowfell is a mirror image of the material plane. You're unfamiliar with how this plane works exactly, but you feel like you're walking on air. You feel like you could go in any direction. If you wanted to fly, you could, but it costs an extra feet of movement for every foot you move. So half your speed if you were to fly. Gotcha. All the buildings do look the same. Trees look hollow. It feels like fall. There are no leaves around you. It looks very spooky scary. You do see movement in the distance and there are no clouds in the sky. You don't even see a moon. It looks very flat. And as you move towards Ellis's house, yeah. you notice something very distinct. Oh. The three stones in the center of the town in Tamordain, which is like the center pathway. It's like a really tiny town square. You remember there being like a little platform that was there, but there were three stones that hovered over. They're like giant mountain stones these rocks look twisted and contorted almost like a like a shrine they look very different from the material plane but in the same spot it's like the only thing that really looks drastically different as far as structures go around you Ooh. and we'll move to initiative 10 back onto the material plane which is Adelram and menace menace you have priority what are you doing yeah, so I'm just gonna keep attacking this guy up here with my rapier, because that's all I can do right now. I'm out of invisibility, but I still got a 20. That'll hit. Eight to hit. With my main hand, doing 10 plus three, 13 points of damage. He's looking very messed what? up. Blood is drawn from the mouth, and his armor looks very cracked and withered. Oh, like, oh, there's the little cow. I'm going to have you for lunch. And then I got a 15. That will miss as he deflects it out of the way. But I will use my offhand attack to hopefully finish this guy. Yeah, that'll do it. 25. 25 will hit. 8 plus 5, 13 plus 3, 16 points of damage. That is on the money. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you, Sid. Sid's got my back. <laughs> as he smacks him. I can't do it. Sid, finish him. <laughs> As you see, Sid rolls off your silver rapier and just like starts to jump on his face like one at a time. You see all these little Sids come out like dealing the final blow. Finish him off. I got to go help these people and I run away to the door. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll say as a part of your move action, uh, you're able to like open the door and kick the log out of the way. Won't let you, cool. won't, won't force you to use a full action on that turn to, to do that. Yeah, I use my movement to open it. And then obviously I'll have to untie them next turn, right? They're tied? No, they were not. They were not tied up. They were like trapped inside. Oh, like, then I like, immediately yell at them, get out here, help everybody else. And, ah, and the they start to run out <laughs> and follow suit. And then we will move to Edelram. As you, as Drell, you, 
you see Adoram get really, really mad. He looks out the window as Armos fell into the bushes, as he poofed into the bushes, and then slowly looks at you, gritting his teeth. I'm gonna put you down, like how your father was put down. And he goes to charge at you, and he's going to make attacks against you, Drill. Finally. Coming at you with two giant greatsword attacks. The first one is a 21 to hit and an 11 to hit. Uh, the 11 uh, misses and the 21 hits. So that second attack, or 21, is going to deal 30 points of slashing damage. It comes down with a massive greatsword as it cracks through the ceiling and slams down on you. So 15, right? Yeah, so 15 points of damage because you're so rich. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> I got you, buddy. And then with his free action, he is going to punch you with his off. Wait, is it a free action? Uh, bonus action, excuse me. Okay, he's I was like, As what? a bonus action, he's, he's going to punch you with his, uh, with his free hand. My God, he got a nat one. As he just misses, as the blood drips down his mouth, he looks like he's a bit woozy and just the, his anger has gotten the best of him as he's just glaring at you. Oh, nothing makes me happier than Adorim getting in that one. <laughs> as we as we move to initiative 10, as Zith jumps out of the bed and tries to grab Adoram from behind, trying to grapple him. You see oh. that he tries to muster his strength as he's wincing in pain and blood starts to ooze out from his bandages, trying to get into the fight. Drell, he, you see Zith looks very messed up and watch him slowly stumble to try to get a surprise attack off as he attempts to grapple Adoram. Adoram is going to go into resist the grapple and fails as you see Zith puts him in like a full Nelson. It was bare. Uh, Zith got a five and Adoram got a four. <laughs> oh my God. As he, uh, as he grapples him, he's trying to hold him. And he goes, pestilent little drow. I will finish you first. And he's trying to like, get off me, get off me, get off Timbat, as he yells to Timbat. And then we're going to move to initiative six, which is you drill. Okay. Uh, so seeing uh, Zith, like, you know, grapple Adoram Ram to the ground, I like spit out a little blood and I say, uh, if anyone's going to be put down Adoram, it's you. And I'm just going to start wailing on him with my hammer. And because he's grappled, do I get advantage on those? You do. Nice. So for my first attack, let's go with a 29 to hit. 29. Okay, so he's going to use a reaction here. And as Zith grabs him, he yells Timbat. He's going to use his reaction as Timbat forces himself because he's within 30 feet. Timbat is going to force himself in the building, separating you and Adoram, where your attack now is focused on him. So that 29 is going to hit Timbat instead. Okay. Um, and then, so before I roll damage, I guess my second attack has to hit Timbat? Yeah, it's a large creature in, in front of you, so you wouldn't be able to get around him. Okay, so for the first attack, it's going to be 16 damage. Nice. And then I'll just tell Adoram, uh, man... It's a uh, pretty typical Adoram. You're always running or hiding or having someone else fight for you. But don't worry, I'll kill your pet. Like I killed yours? Yeah. See the perks of keeping one alive longer than five minutes, Drell? <laughs> okay, well, Horsey was al <laughs> He's still alive, so... Uh, it's a reroll that one. <laughs> That's going to be... Uh, Even in the ethereal plane, I, I hear Drell stammering. <laughs> That's another... It's a 29 to hit. That'll hit. And that's another 18 damage. Ooh. 
I'm so as you, you see Tim Bat receiving these points of damage and he is wincing, but he's standing his ground. But you see that rather than bleeding, you see some shadow, almost like he's dissipating a little bit from his limbs as you're attacking him. Looks like he's slowly disappearing. I would like to make that last attack a menacing attack. So they have to make a, Timbat has to make a wisdom saving throw of a DC 16 and on failure, it's frightened from me until the end of my next turn. So if he tried to hide behind Edelram, if Edelram tried to hide behind it again, he couldn't because he'd be feared for me. Yeah. Okay, wisdom saving throw. Okay. He got a 19. So he passes. Um, but he takes three additional damage. I was a little worried about that roll, I'm not gonna lie. Tony's like my Tony's like my mechanic, man. <laughs> my mechanic. <laughs> Wait, you were worried about a wisdom saving throw? Okay. Oh no, I don't recall just, saying wisdom saving throw. I was just, just a little worried about that. Just gonna, particular, uh, that specific roll. You know that, what? Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm a foreshadowing. Oh, I can't use a luck die on your roll, huh? Damn. No, yeah. that's a different feat though. Yeah, I'm about to take that one next. I think you can <laughs> if he attacks you, but not on their save. Talk about it in the after show. Yeah, we'll talk about it. So much, so much rule lowering today. <laughs> big fight. It's a big fight. As we move to initiative five, which is Timbat, and he is going to make attacks against you. Oh. Hey, Joe, real quick, roll me a d6. Mm, um, fuck. Okay. I to do this last turn. Yep. What does he have to hit? Uh, four. Five or six. I rolled a four. Ooh. Okay, he's going to come at you with Damn, a bite. he said four <laughs> as I rolled the four, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Forgot. That's awesome. As he comes down with a bite, that's going to be a 17 to miss. And two claw attacks. The first one is going to be a 15 to miss. And a 11 to miss as you're just deflecting it out of the way. Ah, oh, I'm a little upset about that, but that's fine as he's going to stand tall and protect Adorim. This is for Boxy. Oh, 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 no. I'm going to kill every single one of you. Oh, the feels. Not you, Zeth. Well, at least right now. But the, the other two of you. I'll put you in a new boxy as the Adoram yells from beyond the dragon. Really? You just tried to. Come on, man. You, you could come up with something better than that. I'm actually kind of disappointed. So I'm being weighed down by a drow elf as he's trying to shake it off as they move to initiative 16. Back in the ethereal plane, heading to Ellis's house. We see almost gently floating by her front door. What are you doing? So these rocks, they're like twisted and not good looking, correct? Demonic would maybe even say. You can definitely guess that this is maybe like a portal to or a portal or something or like used as like a worshiping ground and you don't sense anything from it but with your knowledge of demons and cult-like activity like all the houses look weird to you but like this is very jarring yeah and such a drastic change in the in the area yeah you just get like an inkling that like Maybe not the best stuff goes down on here. Or perhaps it's used as a place as a portal for something else. Man, this looks like a place I would have I would have been to. Wish I would have remembered this. Back in my days. Okay, I'm going to go uh in the house and find Ellis. Over the table, as you float inside the house and go through the walls, you see an elderly woman. Very scrawny yet bloated in specific areas of her body as if there's massive boils 
along her spine, some parts of her arm. Like her left arm looks very heavy, like it's loaded with water. There's giant boils placed spotly down her back. Her right arm looks sickly thin. Her hair looks withered and natted. Very does not look like she's taking care of herself. And the same for her legs, just like her arms, they are inconsistent. And you see that she's like trying to put something together, almost like she's brewing something, trying to prepare something very hastily. And you feel like in this realm, you're seeing a different image of her. I knew it. Um, okay. I'll come out of the ethereal plane. Okay, so that I believe that is your action to yeah, do that, to dismiss yeah. it. Okay. So yeah, you dismiss it. You fall down just a foot out of the air. And you land in the house, and Ellis is like, oh, 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 I thought you were one of the gods. Okay, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Uh, and she's like brewing some stuff. And she goes, This should take care. This should take care of that dragon. And she's like making some type of smoky concoction. Okay. Mm. Let's go, Armos. All right. That's great and all. I think I might be able to handle the dragon. Do you have a health potion by chance? <laughs> Anything she, to heal this. She uh, looks to a shelf quickly. This gash, this uh, this thing on my back. I don't know what it is. Is that is that a? I don't know. Now on your initiative, since you interact with her, she will now go on your initiative, and she runs oh, over cool. to the shelf and takes uh, a health potion. It's a greater health potion, and she hands it to you. Yes, I can drink it right now because I'm. It's a bonus action. You drink the health potion and you regain. So she gave me something as well oh yeah that's right so she also hands you this vial filled with like blacky murky liquid and she goes this will send him back to his plane if you are able to throw it at him and it's a potion or something right is what you're saying it's like a molotov it's like a makeshift liquid <laughs> yeah was it just like crazy black smoke coming up the top of it yes in awesome. the in the shape of skull and crossbones and she adds on she goes that Yes, that is a dragon, but it is not a full real dragon. It comes from another plane. It's not a full black dragon, so to speak. More of a strengthened familiar. I got this, and uh, I, I grab the health potion, chug the health potion. I get uh, some health points back, and then grab the uh, crazed concoction and start heading towards the, the door to do some more combat. All right, so you'll be able to move on your next initiative as we go to initiative 10, which is Adoram, Minus, and Zith. Minus, as as your initiative kicks off, you remember in our last session that one of the guards had blown a horn to alert more troops. Oh, yes. On your initiative, in the distance, you hear another horn as a callback to that one, and you feel that there are more guards going to be coming in very shortly. All right, open up the other doors for your friends. I, I'll be close by, I promise. Ah, and they begin to run out and they're grabbing their kids. Some of the fathers come out and they nod their head at you and they go to the other huts and they're starting to let people out. And it looks like they're trying to take care of their own. Some of them pick up some makeshift spears and some bucket lids and shields. And it looks like they're trying to get ready for a fight just in case anything else comes their way. What else are you doing? And then I'm running back towards the dragon and Adel Ram. Can I see them through the crashed hut from here or no? Um, you can see them through the windows. 
actually, what you, the only thing you can see is like the broad side of the dragon, like moving around. Okay. So, and you can see him through the windows. They're now like becoming shattered because there's a you know, large dragon inside moving around. Um, I mean, I'm gonna just try and go for a crazy shot. I'm sure I'll do it with disadvantage or something, but uh, can I try and shoot whatever I see through that window? Yes, at 90 feet away, yeah, it'll be made with disadvantage. Um, so, I mean, I'm gotta try, right? Gotta try. Yeah. So I, I pull out Melora's sling and I am gonna put uh, two fire bullets in there. I re-rolled and I got a two and a two with disadvantage. <laughs> But I'll take my second attack, <laughs> which will be much better, which is going to be a 15. Uh, 15 will miss. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just, I'm trying my best to shoot through the window. I'm like, Drell, how's it going over there? Well, I like to think that Menace is trying to aim through the window. And as he's like squinting to focus, he actually sees Drell's glutes. Like, and it just catches him off guard. And he fucking misses him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I can't hit him. <laughs> All right, there is nothing else I want to do on my turn. Okay, we're going to go to Adelram and Zith, and Adelram's going to make a strength check against Zith to try to throw him off Ooh, with a 19, and Zith is going to get... He's got to be the 19. He's got to be the 19. That's 20. Oh, 17. Oh. Help also. action. No. Help action. <laughs> Help reaction. <laughs> yeah. As Adoram throws him off to the ground in Zith's weakened state, Adoram looks down at the ground and goes, I've had enough of you. And he goes to slash him with the sword. I oh, know. With advantage, as Adoram comes down with his great sword. Looks like you guys might get what you want. Not what our menace wants. <laughs> with a 19, he's going to deal. 29 points of damage as he slams down across Sith's chest and he goes, broken deal leads to broken ribs. As he slashes him across his chest as the sword impales him, as you see deadly wound across Sith's chest and he instantly gets knocked out and it looks like he's bleeding out rapidly as he took a significant amount of damage below his health points. And he looks back to you, Drell, and he's going to try to move past Timbat to try to get an attack on you. So yeah, is going to break up his attacks and move, and he's going to attack you with his second attack. That's going to miss with a 10. Ugh. But he is now in your face again with Timbat looming over him. Uh, and we're going to go to initiative six, which is you, Drell. Face to face. With Adorab. All right. So for my uh, attack, um, I'm going to spear uh, <laughs> Adoram, like f tackling him like I'm in the NFL, and I'm going <laughs> to grapple him to the ground. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make me uh, a strength check. Uh, can you roll first? I want to know what I have to beat. Okay. He's going to try to dodge out of the way. So it's going to be a dexterity check. Wait, I thought it, it wouldn't just be a straight up. He's like right in front of me. It wouldn't because he attacked me. It wouldn't be like just a strength versus strength. Your strength versus his dexterity for a grapple check. He oh, tries to get okay. out of the way. Yeah. Nice. I, you you want this roll? Trust me. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. I got it over. Go ahead and roll. It's a nineteen. Yeah, you got it. He rolled a six as you spear him. And he goes, Beast. "Your next roll." Oh, and you just spear him to the ground. Nice. And then I'm going to use my. Uh, Drell is just 
furiously in a rage because I don't think there's anyone in the world he hates more than Adoram, and he's gonna summon for the first time his beast claws in his hands, and he's just gonna start scrat uh, clawing at Adoram in the face. You see, as you are raging, raging down to your core, you see Edgar's face flash in your mind as your mouth and claws become bestial, more draconic than anything, as you begin to claw down on him. I think that is going to be it. As you spear Adelram to the ground, he drops his greatsword and he's like looking at you and he's you see that he has like this bloodlust smile as your draconic teeth break through and reveal to him and he goes, oh, yes, yes, show me, Trill. Show me how much you hate me. Let's fly. And as we move to initiative five, we're gonna go to Timbat and Timbat is going to grab, with both hands, he's going to grab you and Adelram and fly straight up. Oh, good. You are grappling Adelram, and since you are busy grappling Adelram, he is going to get a free grapple on you as he flies 60 feet up into the air. And Minus, Armos, you see pff, the roof completely just shatters from the medical hut as this... Black Dragon flies all the way up as you see Drell ringing Adelram's neck, flying into the air. Uh, and that's going to be Timbat's move. Uh, how oh, much fly speed does he have? Oh, I'm sorry, not 60 feet, 80 feet. Armos red alert, Armos red <laughs> alert. Straight up like a black spear let's, in the sky. Let's just say it was 60 feet because my turn would be so much quicker. It's definitely 80 feet. Damn it, dude. <laughs> as it flies. 80 feet into the air, and we're going to move to initiative 16. Armos. Ruined everything I was going to do on my turn, even my backup plan. Oh, <laughs> do, do dragons do that, Armos? Do they just ruin uh, plans? Plan C. Um, all right, so obviously would kick open the door just as the medical hut blows up and a big figure flies into the sky. Don't worry, almost we got this. It's a great plan you got hatched. It's a great plan. Kick open the door. We need a new plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to cast a spell. I'm going to cast Hex on Adelram. Oh, Hex has a range of 90 feet, you, yeah, you fuck cheeky you, fuck bastard. You. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking it up, too. <laughs> it's going to be in intelligence. He's going to have disadvantage on intelligence check. Uh-oh. Uh oh no! I don't like where this is going. I don't like where this is going. Oh, it's it's about to happen. I know exactly where it's going to. Oh no! <laughs> um, and since I can't, uh, I can't reach. So that's a bonus action. So for my actual action, um, I'm going to cast uh, Eldritch Blast for now. Okay. Who are you attacking? I'll do Adelram. Technically, it, yeah, he is grappled. still grappled, but. <laughs> He's grappled while being held by a yeah. large black dragon. So I'm just trying to imagine this. Drell hugging Adoram, giant dragon hugging Drell, who is hugging Adoram. I'm doing like PEMDAS shit in my head. Um, rules, rules as written, bro. Rules as written. He's grappled. Is there a DD, is there a DD version of PEMDAS? Uh, dragon player NPC. Because uh, you could technically hit Drell, right? Wait, what? Yeah, go ahead and hit with advantage uh, as Aram is grappled short. I'm dust. Okay, so my first roll was an 18, my and then my second roll was a, tw a dirty 20. 
Okay. My second one was a 16. That will miss. And then a 28 to hit. That will hit. <laughs> 23, 26, 27. 27 damage. Ooh, he takes 27 points of damage. You hit him with two of the Eldritch Blasts in the middle of the sky as he's being flown up. What else are you doing? Okay. Um, and then I'm going to hide in a bush or I'm going to just use a bush or a rock or mm. something as cover and until mm. my next turn. We're going to move to initiative 10, which is Minus Adoram. Minus, what are you doing? Oh, goodness. Minus, come over here. <laughs> Working on it. I'm a slow boy, though. Get over here, Minus. <laughs> move 25 feet closer to Armos. So I move a little closer to Armos and I'm going to look up at the dragon holding Drell holding Adoram. <laughs> <laughs> it is a in my disadvantage range for my sling, but the advantage will cancel it out, so I'll just be rolling normally with my sling, I assume. Uh, are you trying to hit Adoram or Adoram? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll try and I'll try and hit Adoram with my sling, adding uh, flame bullets. The first one is a twenty-five. That'll hit. And a nineteen. They both hit. Nice. Holy shit! Forty-eight total. You're laying in bullets into him, and both of those hit, and you see that, like, he's face-to-face, he's, like, shit-talking to Drell, and then one of your bolts, both of them hit, but one of them specifically goes through his shoulder and out the other side. You see this large blood cloud. He goes, Ah! It's never a fair fight with you! As he yells at Drell, and Drell, he looks very messed up. Yeah, it wasn't when I got stabbed in the back, idiot. Bro, yeah, you literally beat me up in a cage, and then you beat me up as a mouse. What, like, what are you even talking about? What do you mean, fair fight? <laughs> you always have your persistent, worthless friends with it's, you. It's my turn, right? As, as It is um, not. It's initiative 10. It is actually his yeah. turn oh, once he's done. And, and before <laughs> you go, I am just going to yell to the uh, citizens. Uh, are you guys good over there? Yeah, yes. They're like barreling down the doors and on your turn, as you're yelling, you do hear another horn, but it sounds very different. This one sounds very bassy. Drell, since you're right next to your face-to-face with Adoram, make me a perception check. Dirty 20. You see that when that second horn goes off, Minus' turn, his head snaps to the direction and there's a sense of concern for a moment. Gondor calls for aid. Uh, and that looks back at you as we move to Adoram's turn. Uh, and he is going to use his attacks to uh, headbutt you. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go ahead and headbutt you. And he gets advantage because you're also grappled. This, this, okay. this is going to be the stupidest fight. It's going to be an 18 to hit. Misses. Does it really? Damn. Yeah. Okay. He goes, oh, you just move your head out of the way to the left. And he comes in. <laughs> That's a, more. That's a 21. Fuck, that does touch. <laughs> and he is going to go ahead and hit. Uh, that's going to be it's going to be 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. He hits you with his very stout forehead. Um, oh. And now you're grappled, so he can't pull anything like out of his pocket, right? Not if he's grappled. No, I don't think so. Okay. So as a bonus action, you see that as he's headbutting you, after he hits the second one, you see... As your vision comes to, you look at Adoram and you see his face beginning to shift as he becomes a little more furry <laughs> and his teeth elongate as he is shifting to his displacer beast form. And you see some of the wounds close up as he shapeshifts 
and we are going to move to initiative six. Drell, damn, I thought it was Timbat. Six, Drell, what are you doing? Yep. As he uh, is <laughs> getting the shape shift into his displacer beast form. I'm going to say that's kind of cool, uh, but I got something that I think can beat your headbutt. And I'm going to, for the also for the first time, summon my dragon's teeth um, that I can, like, uh, as my attack. And I'm going to try to just bite him in the neck. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was almost not 20. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. That is going to miss. I will use a luck point then and roll again. Because uh, I need these. They're not going to do much damage, so... <laughs> With oh, this almost nope. I'm using my third luck point. Hold on, or <laughs> second luck point. You rolled a 16. Okay. Oh wait, with advantage. Oh, I completely forgot. Thank you, Dan. That's a dirty 20. That'll hit. That is um 10 points of damage. Ooh. You take a large chunk of his other fuzzy shoulder as you see the first starting to pop out as he's getting a little bit bigger, and you feel like he's getting much stronger despite being grappled onto him. Okay. Uh, so I have like. A bunch of fur in my mouth and whatever and I spit it out and I go damn that tastes like bitch uh, <laughs> and I gotta bite him again and that's a 21 and yeah it's 21 to hit that hits uh, that's uh, 13 more damage Ooh, yeah he's looking very messed up again as he begins to bleed more he goes Aah! as he like begins to howl into the sky not doing anything else. I have to save everything else just in case. <laughs> okay, we're going to move to initiative five as Adoram howls from your second vicious attack. He is going to fly another 80 feet up into the air, now putting you at 160 oh feet high. And he is oh. going to use his action to try to rip you off and throw you to the ground. So he's going to make a strength check to separate you from Adoram. So make me a contested strength check to try to hold on to Edelrim. Uh, Drell's got this, Armos. He's the strongest of us. <laughs> oh, fuck. You have advantage because you're raging? What'd you roll? <laughs> My first roll was a nat one. Uh, so... <laughs> And my second roll is a 15. Right. He got a 16. Oh. I will use my luck point then. Oh, damn you. Damn you. I'll take the 23, though. Damn it. As he's trying to pull you apart, 160 feet in the air, you see Timbat is having uh, a large amount of trouble, and you, see, you hear him cursing a draconic. That's your shot. Okay, yeah, so Timbat is now 160 feet in the air. He's trying to pull oh, no. the two of you apart. Um, even though he was born on a mountain, Drell is definitely afraid of heights. So this isn't going to help for him. He's like, oh, fuck. You know, Ram chimes in. He goes, I'll show you a real mountaintop. Oh. <laughs> What'd you just fucking say to me? <laughs> As we move to initiative 16. Um, I'm going to just uh, give him the old bolts. Who are you attacking? Adelram. Sure. The old bolts. The old, the old bolts. So do I still get advantage? Yes. So a 24 for my first good old bolts. 28 for my second one. And a 28 for my third one. Take it. All three of those hit. How much damage are you doing? Uh, finally, after rolling all those dice, 44 damage. Those three bolts smack into his fuzzy head. As you see oh, yeah. his jaw, it looks broken, Drell. And he's like, 
going to eat every single one of you. And he's like, you see like his eyes now black and blue shut. And he's staring at you with this one good eye drill. And he just seems to be focused as he's weakly chomping at you. As those Eldritch Blasts did a significant amount of damage. As we move to initiative 10, which is Adoram and Minus. Minus, on your initiative, as you're looking up at the dragon, Adoram and Drell, as they're flying upwards, and you're getting ready for your next action, you notice small shadows on the ground. Real okay. quick. As the sounds of bowstrings echo from the tree line, from your northeast and northwest, you spot five large arrows shooting towards the dragon. Echoey twangs can be heard reverberating through the trees. You see that three of those arrows shoot through the wings of the dragon, effectively hitting him at long range. From your current position, you can't see what shot them. However, they were definitely aiming at the black dragon. Menace, what are you doing on your initiative before we go over to Adoran? <sighs> you see that, Sid? Are they, are they attacking their own or are there just new people on our side? Me. <laughs> yep, I don't know either. Me, uh, me, me. Don't think, just keep attacking. Me. <laughs> Pull out my longbow because I'm now out of range uh, for my sling. I'm literally, I've sur you've surpassed my range of the sling. I can't even attack with my sling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'll attack Adoram with my longbow. Uh, with a 26 and a 27 to hit. Those will hit. For 24 points of damage, Sid and my hunter's mark will do an extra uh, 7 points for a total of 31 points of damage. With 31 points of damage, we're gonna shift over to Adoram's turn real quick. As he weakly looks at Drell and he tries to bite, he goes, I'll see you in the fell, Drell. An arrow goes through the side of his face, out the other side as your longbow shot goes through his jaw, out the other side and is stuck. Drell, you just oh. see Adoram's face go limp. <laughs> I think I hit him, Sid. What's wrong, kitty? Got a furball? <laughs> just the arrow in his mouth. <laughs> the dragon the looks at you goes, you didn't hear that. <laughs> you yeah. see the dragon yeah, looks you did. increasingly uh, worried as he's holding the two of you as the shadows begin to dissipate more rapidly. Yeah, and if you drop me from this high, you're next, buddy. You better put me down on the ground gently. So, Menace, what else are you doing on your turn? Uh, right. I have a bonus action, I suppose. Um, I will I will move towards Armos. <laughs> uh, so I'm moving closer to Armos. And I'm uh, now I'm about 20 feet from Armos, so I'm we're finally after the this long battle. I'm close to Armos. I'm like Armos, I think I hit Adoram. I don't know if he's too hard or not, but I definitely hit him. And I'm gonna use my bonus action perception check if I can to like look into the tree line to see if I know where those arrows came from. Yes, give me a perception check. Oh. Four. You do not know <laughs> where they came from. <laughs> I think they're trying to hit Drell, but they accidentally hit their own dragon. <laughs> As we shift back to Adelram's initiative, you see that the arrow has effectively killed Adelram. In the face. 
<laughs> as he lays limp, and you look up at <laughs> in the face. As you look up at the black dragon, it looks like he's evaporating. He's he's dissolving in place. The shadows are bleeding into the sky. Slowly disappears as you are let go. Oh, still holding on to a dead Adoram, now falling 160 feet from the sky. I fucking knew it. As you crash down, you are going to take fall damage. I throw my parachute. Oh, oh, okay. Your reaction parachute? Yeah, sure, 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 <laughs> yep. sure, sure. You're going to yeah. take 16d6 worth so of fall damage. It is going to be a grand total of 63 bludgeoning damage as you crash into the ground. Half. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the 32. Uh, so as I fall, I like to think that I land in like like that Superman f- pose where he like he's like punching the ground on one. He's like you know kneeled it or like, like he's kneeling and he's like punching the ground and then like he looks up and he goes nailed it. He goes, Yo, Minus, you, you Minus, you you killed that guy. <laughs> I don't know if I you did? know that. Yeah, you're probably wanted for murder. You're gonna want to lay low. Uh, uh <laughs> you just killed the red. No, I'm just kidding. Screw him, dude. Dead? He sucked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. The arrow went right through his face. And I looked down at Adorant. Awesome. <laughs> great. Great job. Yeah. I mean, look at him. He's right here, right? And I kick him. Oh, and then I spend the next 15 minutes just punching the living crap out of him. Um, <laughs> just the whole time saying, this is for Boxy. As as the two of you land and you now beat the shit out of Adorant's lifeless corpse, as you see that as he died, he slowly was turning back to his human form from his displacer beast form. And then another horn is blown. And just like before, it sounds very different with much more bass, revealing from the shadows of the trees all around are massive cloaked figures with what seems to be gargantuan sized longbows. You see five of these cloaked figures and they're up on the hills, and two of them to your left are closer to Ellis's home. And Ellis walks out of the house as the two of you crash, gasping for breath, just behind Armos. It looks like she seems very tired as she's limping closer uh, to Armos and almost uses him as a crutch to catch her breath as she sees Adoram is on the floor and the landing of the missing arrows. And she says to Armos, perhaps when... Perhaps when the intruders blew their horn for backup, it alerted our neighbors. Wait, what do you mean neighbors? We're not the only one that lives on this island, Armos. Uh, friendly neighbors? Uh... You on good terms? Yeah, they fight dragons, they're friends of mine. True. Okay. What's... What's their deal? Why are they, why are they wearing the hoods? It's kind of ominous. I don't know. Let's find out. As she begins to walk closer to the center of the town where Drell and Adelram had fell, the figures remain mostly hidden by the cloaks, massive in size. They reveal themselves a little bit more and they look like they're the same size as Drell. Maybe a little bit shorter, but much wider. Minus, you notice bovine-like horns poking out from some of the hoods. Some of them also have massive metal nose rings. You recognize these figures as minotaurs, possibly from a neighboring town, like Ellis mentioned. You are not too far from San Lo, so wandering minotaurs may not be too far off. I, I tug on 
Drell's shirt <laughs> as he's still beating into Adelram. Uh, no, at Drell. this point, um, I have a knife, and I'm gonna say, "Minutes, turn away. This is gonna get graphic." And oh. I cut off uh, <laughs> Adelram's. Oh. I cut oh. off Adelram's head, and I put it in my bag. Get the cart, Menace. <laughs> You cut off Adelram's head. Awesome. Yep. I love it. And I, I love put it in it. my bag. Okay. Goodness. Uh, cool. Uh, <clears throat> and I walk <laughs> I said, Look away. very awkwardly up to the Minotaurs. <clears throat> Good day, brothers, sisters. <clears throat> What's up? You walk up to one of the. <laughs> Minotaurs in the cloaked figure and it looks down and you see just a puff of smoke as it leers down at you and you see and you're looking up and it's massive snout is blocking his eyes from your perspective and then another one walks up behind you Drell you notice that this one is massive in size and the one that walks up behind you says oh my Sif, bro, look who it is. It's the pint-sized flower picker. And you get pushed to the ground. He goes, <laughs> as Miranor is standing behind you. And that is where we'll end this arc. Damn. <laughs> Minus united with his other friend. Yeah, my <laughs> other friend. Dude, so good. So uh, good. It's like you said Minotaurs. I was like, uh, we're about to... About to be a reunion. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured when I, I was right, I'm like, he might see this coming the second I say Minotaur, but it's fine because yeah. it's right at the end. Yeah, since we're not in San Lo, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and we leveled up. <laughs> and a long rest, you become level 13. Yes. Oh, my goodness. End of arc five. And I think it's our longest one next to arc one. Yeah. And the only reason why arc one was so long was because we didn't have the concept of arcs yet until like, I think episode 18. So yeah, yeah. yeah this one was the longest one. Congrats boys. Congrats. Congrats. So good. You know, I just want to say about this arc. It's interesting that we came here to, to possibly find a Hydra and look at it where we're at now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lapid. Look at us now. <laughs> no, Lapid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question Answer. are we gonna do it at the beginning of the arc or are we doing it now do we get loot uh yes you get loot from adoram you did have stuff uh we can do it now and we can even go over it more in the after show but yeah let me get let me get what he has uh hold on hold on i actually wrote it on his character sheet i didn't we'll talk about it in the after show him dying was not planned it was anticipated but it was not planned um, you guys kicked the fucking shit out of him and he had like the lowest rolls. I did not think you guys could be flying up into the air like that. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, he I can't wait to tell, tell you guys in the after show what was about to happen. Right. If, I, if I came out on that door and he was still on the ground. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be great. Yeah, this did not go like I thought it was going to go. Neither did all. I. So as, after you guys killed him i had to scratch so much off the ending dialogue because i had something else written and I'll tell you this for free the minotaurs were going to help you from a distance if you guys were having trouble uh and i had a much different ending planned okay so from Adelram, you loot full plate armor yes 
plus three non-magic. You notice that there is a chain wrapped around his greatsword. Don't know what it does, but write down magic aether chain in your inventory. This is a homebrew item. I'll let you guys know what that does on the after show. And amulet <laughs> of resistance. Oh, hell yeah. Do you? Because it's homebrew. Wait, am I, am oh, I, it might the... exist. It might actually exist in D&D <laughs> Beyond. Uh, maybe I homebrewed something that is legit. Uh, I, I we'll think it might be a ring of resistance. It might be a ring of resistance, yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, we'll talk about it in the after show. But yeah, it an amulet of resistance. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so yes. it's plate armor, amulet of resistance, ether chain, his and his greatsword. Yes, so the greatsword is a... Blood shard socketed greatsword. Ah, fuck. Of course yeah. it is. <laughs> Save it for special occasions. The plus five, right? Because yeah, it's my plus five. It is not a plus five. No, I finally got my plus dead. five sword, guys. It's right here. <laughs> Those Look. don't exist. <laughs> dude, it's homebrew, dude. Until now. <laughs> it is a blood shard socketed greatsword. Um, I did put plus five. I'm not seeing them in that sense. Nice. Arc over <laughs> level thirteen granted. Nice. Holy shit. And before we move to the Patreon supporters and talk about it in the after show, we have time for one last wreck. Who wants to do? Um, it? I got one. Ooh, what do you got, Jared? Um, if you are a fan of Sea of Thieves, I highly suggest a new game. It's more of PVE than it is PvP, but it's called Void Crew. You and four people go around piloting a ship uh it's very similar to sea of thieves where you you know one person's got to be doing one thing but there's like four different positions four friends it's a great time i highly suggest it's super cheap i think it's only like 10 15 bucks on steam it's a pretty big blast i thought you were gonna plug retail world of warcraft (laughs) 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 that would out sponsor money baby no (laughs) so all right well, I mean, if you guys are playing retail World of Warcraft, though, let me know in the Discord. Yeah, at, at Drill, at Drill, he's got yeah, at Drill in the Discord. Yep. <laughs> and with that being said, fellas, boyos, congratulations on finishing Arc Five, killing Adoram, which was not expected, and leveling to level thirteen upon finishing a short rest. We are now going to move on to our Patreon supporters. Say bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Welcome to the Patreon shoutouts, read by Dan this month. We're going to start with the Blood Shard Bandits. A small creature zips through jagged caverns of obsidian stone deep within the Underdark. It sniffs around a sparkling pool of magic unknown until stopping towards the farthest edge. A gold amulet with a family crest lay halfway submerged at the water's edge. The fox lifts its head, turns its glowing eyes towards the shadows, and yelps for its companion. A dark elf tiptoes through the shadows and says, Good boy, we're getting close. Morgan Ulthil pats the fox gently and reaches for the amulet. Artemis is next, and for the first time in 10 years, he has decided to use his vacation time. That's right, he is off on a personal quest to find Kemi Joe, who hasn't been back to the Sigic College in two weeks after a trip to Lord Baron's Divider. Artemis has a bad feeling about this. 
Next is another new member, Rocco the Croco. This giant lizard folk druid has just finished fending off a pitiful attack from the Kuatoa on his tribe. As his brothers pick on one of the smaller attackers, Rocco speaks up. Hey guys, uh, can, can I talk to you about something? One of the brothers ignores him. <laughs> Rocco, look, I can juggle three Kuatoa at the same time. Rocco shouts, I'm leaving the tribe. The Kuatoa falls to the ground as his tribe stares in disbelief. Benjamin Hayes is next, AKA the Dread. The Black Dragon is strong, stronger than the Dread was ever ready for. Just when he thinks a blow will land, the Dread cuts through smoke. He wasn't able to turn in time before the claw strikes from behind. The next thing he knows, he is walking hand in hand with someone, but he feels small. His mother walks beside him. Is, is this a dream? Alara rushes through the chapel halls, checking every window and every secret door. There is no sign left by this thief. She opens the main door with a thunderous kick and surveys the forest as wind whistles through the trees. No one to be seen, but then she hears a laugh from behind. Whipping her body around, Alara stares in horror as the illusion falls and a hooded figure appears next to the shard she thought had been taken. A smile within the hood and a snap of a finger closes the main door. Dylan Snyder, aka Reese Evergon, the wandering bard, finds himself surrounded after a mission gone wrong. Actually, the mission was quite successful, but it appears the lady he chose to flirt with tonight is one of the cultist's girlfriends. Yikes. Several angry bar patrons crack their knuckles and brandish their daggers, but just as they lunge towards the musician, he disappears in a sparkle of smoke. Julius Kendrick tosses a pouch of gold coin to a hooded figure as they leave the alley. With no one around, in the dead of night, he might as well use it here. With an evil smile and the flick of his wrist, Julius lights his newfound lantern. Back to the fell, he whispers. Reigns creeps through the sewers late at night. He shouldn't be working so late, but how else will the job get done? There's one unmarked tunnel left to explore. Reigns nearly drops his torch when he finds the nest. The eggs begin to hatch. He turns to leave, but the entrance is paved over. A crow can be heard, and as he turns once more, a giant slod emerges from the water and rushes forward with a giant bite. Reigns wakes in a cold sweat from the nightmare? And yes, stares in anguish at his now amphibious claws. Next are the Sigic College alumni. Andrew Hall is our first Sigic College alumni, and yes, the first senior wizard in the past 10 years to retake a class after failing. He will not have to delay his graduation, and his scholarship remains intact, but his pride not so much. It's going to be a really awkward one wizard class this summer. Charging in is Sakajewa, who has just finished submitting the paperwork to form his own Rocket Boot League team at the Sigic College. Several artificers have already agreed to help build an arena for their magic architecture class project. The next alumni is Patrick Wennerstrom. The punk has left Aramore to go on tour. All the jazz was cramping his style. His band's first gig is in Gilo at the Omega Beaker Phi House. Robert Crisp is making great progress in his Baguette Colony project. However, the day has finally come. He is out of grant money. Hopefully, the Sigic College is feeling very generous. 
Saint Chaos is no longer trying to get out of jail after the booming success of his toilet wine business. In fact, his bail has finally been paid by someone who wants to turn his small business into an empire. Scoot Doot is new to Saltrillis and scooting their way to Lelouch's farm and vineyard. Will this be their final destination or will they be venturing on to the next town come morning? Sly is next and has shape-shifted into a were-raccoon to blend in with the crowd. He likes the jazz band, but this place looks worse for wear after a fire has occurred. He should leave before things get too hairy. And last but not least are the Humbrea's heroes. Abdurrahman is working on a theft potion retrieval potion and offered it to Alex Dredd to help in his pursuit of the recent theft potion thievery. Alex Judge Dredd is on the case and takes the potion with pride. When asked what the potion does exactly, Abdurrahman simply said to throw it at the thief and find out. Caleb is heading to his duel with Johnny Tar when a man in dark robes bumps into him. The potion he was holding spills all over the man's robes and surrounds him in a magical mist. Nefarious Ducarius has changed his tune all of a sudden. He apologizes to the man he bumped into and decides he should return the glass at least to that nice potion maker. Man with Glass has begun work on a new masterpiece. He begins walking to Dillmore to get supplies. Sergio Rodriguez waves as Man with Glass walks through the Southern Watchtower. Sergio wonders if he is friends with Man with Stone. Then screams as he realizes blood shards have been stolen. Captain Dandelion smiles as he peeks into his new stolen bag of blood shards. That is just before he slips on something wet. Johnny Tar prepares for his fight with Caleb, packing all of his new potions into his bag. And some silver bullets, just in case. Odimel travels to the next town to sell her new batch of potions. She is also rushing to make the Gilo High School Rocket Boot League match that her cousin is playing in. Milo Thornwhip is excited for the regional championship match for High School Rocket Boot League. He heard college scouts were going to be at the match, so he is going to try his best so he can get recruited to a good school. That is the end of this month's Patreon shoutouts. If you would like to hear your name read here, please go over to patreon.com slash dnd404. That's patreon.com slash dnd404. And you can see all the lovely tiers and rewards we have available. Until next time.